It's been five years since the urban legend successfully captured the escaped villains of the Hive, a high-tech metahuman superprison. Five years since a dark secret was revealed and the loss of another team member. Hood is the last remaining original member of the Urban Legends. Whilst memorials are held for the loss of the Urban Legends leader, Lupo, behind the scenes, the team is fractured. They'd never slander her name in public, but the legends were never the same. Lupo lied. She deceived them all. And before they could get any answers, she was gone. Dead. Despite their heartbreak, Rufio and Emmett did their best to try and hold the team together, but one by one, everyone walked away. The urban legends that reside in New Haven are barely recognisable, and other teams have risen to greater fame in their stead. Welcome back to That's How We Roll, Series 2, Season 1, Episode 1. We move away from New Haven now. After five years, wounds have finally started to heal. Some have scarred, but most have been able to move on. We open on a murky November evening. The sky is dark and overcast as light rain falls upon the city. There's a chill that mists your breath, and people are going about their business, umbrellas and hoods raised to ward off the worst of the wet and cold. This is Aston, a small city on the northern shore of Lake Michigan. A largely quiet place in terms of superhero activity. There are plenty of metahumans here, but with neighbours like Chicago and Detroit, the big game is elsewhere for fame-hungry vigilantes. In the centre of the city, in the affluent district of South River, the dulled streets are illuminated by flashing blue and red lights. An old building, neoclassical in style, like most of the public buildings in the city, has suffered what looks to be a tremendous impact on the front. The impact damaged the first and second floors, now just a gaping hole to the elements, as books tumbled from skewed shelves and loose sheets of paper fly about the breeze. Dust and debris litters the sidewalk in the road, and the police have set up a cordon, and the library has been evacuated, but a steady crowd of people gather at the tape to see what's going on. Several dusty and bloodied people are huddled under metallic blankets out the back of several ambulances as paramedics bustle around them. In front of the building, inside of the cordon, Two figures stand looking up at the destruction. One of the figures, Detective Guerrero, sighs deeply and adjusts the hood of her ACPD rain poncho. <sighs> it's just the same as before. Big impact, lots of destruction and no evidence as to why. Six casualties this time, but no fatalities, thank goodness. But a whole lot of damage to public property. This is the fourth time now and we're still no closer to catching this guy. I have a hunch. It might be a new metahuman. I'm hoping that you might be able to tap your connections and see if there's anything you can turn up. You might be able to help them. So feel free to look around, see what you can find, but I want you gone before the press arrives and they'll be here any minute. She nods to the other person and moves everyone out of the cordon so that you can begin. Will, please introduce your character. So the other character... That is um, with Detective uh, Guerrero. Guerrero. Detective Guerrero is um, medium height, fairly um, well-toned uh, Caucasian male, um, wearing sports coat of uh, the Aston City Elks, regular old jeans and comfortable-looking shoes, probably more akin to, like, skate shoes. Um and this is myself, who is 
Jack Torrent. So, Jack, you have this uh, nicely busted open library mm. and all this debris on the floor. What are you going to do? How is my vision? Is it obscured? You said there's dust in the air and everything. Well, it's like, you, you know, when you turn up to a place after there's been a bit of damage and stuff. So a lot of stuff's like settled. The debris's already on the floor. There's a little bit of dust in the air, but it's not obscuring your vision or mm. anything. You can investigate the area. Can I? Okay. So first of all, I'd like to check uh, the rubble and see if there's uh, any scorch marks or, or blackened masonry, which might indicate a an explosive Okay, blast. please roll investigation for me. Please roll investigation. My ability skills. There we go. Uh, yes, I do have it as a. I should hope so. A five. So I'm gonna roll my dice. Yep. Roll your dice plus five. Plus five. So that is thirteen. Thirteen. So you head on over to some of the piles of rubble, and you take a look around to see if you can find any evidence of more. Elemental. This seems like you're going for like scorch marks. Yeah, stuff. specifically like like um yeah blackened marks to indicate an explosion. Okay. You know, used by gunpowder or fire. So you don't find that. Okay. Um, the it just looks like this rubble has crumbled under stress and pressure rather than a focus blast from various powers. However. You do notice some torn fabric amongst the rubble. Uh, can I take a close... I'd like to take a t- close look at the fabric, please. Please roll an athletics check to climb over the rubble. Athletics? Yep. Oh, this is my mama jamma. <laughs> he says a nozzle one. Right, so rules if that's how we roll. If your dice rolls off of the table, you re-roll. That's a 22. 22. So you easily scramble over the uh, debris. You're very careful of where it's loose and it might like shift underneath you. Um, and you grab out quite a, a significant piece of like jersey fabric, um, which was like a dark red, which is why you spotted it. And on it is a logo. The logo is a robin. And you know that to be the Morris Gray Robins, yeah. the football team for the university in the city. Hmm, got a football fan and not a superior ice hockey fan. <laughs> okay, um, how, how big is it? Is it literally just the uh, the, 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 the logo with a little yeah, it's scrap like, of... Yeah, it's like it's been ripped off of a hoodie or something. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, take another look and like, go up to the into the library itself have a look from the inside um yes is there an obvious uh, there probably isn't but is there an obvious area as to where the central location of the damage was or is it just roll another investigation roll another investigation check okay That was worse than the first one. That's a 12. A 12. It's still enough. Okay. Um, so do you go up into the library? Yeah, I'll okay. I'll climb up and I'll um, be careful in my approach yeah. um, so, so as not to f- cause any more masonry to fall on myself. So the, the most distinct and obvious thing to you when you actually go up into the library and you look at it from that floor looking out onto the city is that there's a lot of debris in here. So the debris that's fallen outside is obviously where the sidings come off. But um, there's debris inside, which indicates that the impact came from outside. 
So something came into the building. And obviously punched with enough force to go through the masonry. Yep. Uh, is one able to figure out a trajectory and maybe see if there's like an impact crater, so to speak? There doesn't seem to be a crater. I'll give you that one for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have to roll a pretty high investigation check if you're able to count, to judge. <laughs> As I stare up into the mi- <laughs> miserable skies. Mean... <sighs> no, that's a 12 again. So you, no. You know he came into the side of the building. <laughs> Uh, person fall down. Person fall down. Person fall down. Um, anything else that you would like to check? Um, can I hear any sound, any any calls for help coming from within rubble, just in case there's any trapped from survivors? From your previous investigation check, no. Everybody okay. they believe is out. Everyone's out and safe. Okay. Yep. Police have already handled that as, as of rescue services can't really tell if anything's being nicked because there's chaos everywhere so and also who'd steal from a library um so yeah uh, i think i've investigated about as much as i can here okay um so i will go outside and i will tell detective guerrero um what my amateur sleuthing has managed to uncover great so you Basically repeat back to Guerrero what you've just told us. And uh, she nods and goes, okay, so looks like someone has flown into the building or been thrown or whatever. There's no, there's been no reports of a fight going on lately. Um, But I did speak to one of the witnesses who did say that they heard a male voice after crashing into the building go crap. And then there was a whoosh of air. And by the time anyone actually looked up, they were gone. Did you find... It seems like your main lead is uh, Morris Gray. Yeah, the... no one here goes to Morris Gray. They normally stick to the campus library. Yeah, so the um, piece of fabric I found. And if the, uh, someone heard a male voice saying, oh, crap, indicates... This was an accident. Yeah. So my hunch seems to be right. And you need to find this kid before he makes more mistakes. Yeah, like, mistakes are fine, but injuring people, not so much. No. Well, I'll leave you to it. Let me know uh, how you get on. See what you find over at Morris Gray. If you need any support, I will send it your way. See you later, detective, and I'll hold out my little fist for a fist bump. She looks at it. She kind of rolls her eyes. This reminds her of someone that she used to know. And she gives him a little fist bump. She doesn't do the finger waggle. She doesn't do the finger waggle. Okay, that's fine. All right. So, you head over across town. So you go from affluent South River through the lovely uh, streets of Phoenix, through Verona, and into Park District, which is where the university is. So, as you arrive on campus and you start to take a look around, uh, you'll see a gathering of people at a small stage in the quad. Canopies have been erected to ward off the rain, and banners litter the area with photos of a variety of metahuman students. There's one with flaming hair wearing safety goggles, using their fire abilities to weld metal. Another young woman showing off her ice abilities with stunning ice sculptures. A young man holding an entire cheerleading squad above his team, 
above his team, above his head <laughs> with one hand. <laughs> and lastly, one of a bulbous-eyed green frogman in a suit, giving an impassioned speech in a courtroom. The posters are all promoting something called Paragon. So Jack can look to see on the stage and it seems that they're gearing up to go. And there's the frogman um, from those posters, uh, as well as with several other people. And a young woman with purple skin and a third eye in the middle of her forehead is addressing the crowd. Welcome, Paragon students of 19. It's so exciting to have you here today. And we're super excited to get you started on your orientation around campus. You each have a welcome pack with a colored sticker on it. Please gather together with people with the same sticker so that you can meet your representative and get going on the tour. Remember, the future is bright. The future is Paragon. I already want a killer. There's some polite applause. Followed by a general hustle and bustle as people get organised into several groups. Are there any members of any of the groups who look dishevelled or look like they, they might have... Roll perception. Roll perception. Okay, perception I'm fairly good at. No, I'm not. Ten. 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 Ten's fine. Um, so with a ten, you'll be able to see that this is clearly a new class of people joining this Paragon program. And it might be an idea to maybe, I don't know, attach yourself to one of them so that you can take a better look around the university. Okay. Um, have I heard of Paragon? Um, what skills or advantages do you have that could potentially help you? Do you have like street smarts or anything like that? Um, I will have a quick scan of... Otherwise, I'll take it as a flat intellect check. No, nothing, nothing like that. Advantages connected, but... Um, have you got well-informed? No. Okay. I do not. A uh, flat intellect check then, please. Just a flat intellect check. Yep, okay. This is a DC of 10, so you just got to roll higher than a 10. I've got a 16 overall. Fantastic. So you have heard of Paragon because you've been approached for it yourself. Um, you didn't really pay much attention at the time because you weren't interested and it didn't technically apply to you. Um, so Paragon is specifically for metahumans uh, to get into government jobs because the whole idea is that more and more metahumans over the last 20 years have surfaced and not enough of them are in positions of power. So the idea is that multiple colleges throughout the US and likely similar schemes across the world trying to get people kind of like those fast track schemes to get you into government jobs. That is what this is specifically for metahumans. Okay. So yeah, you've been approached before asking about being asked about it and you're just like, I'm just a normal dude. Sorry. <laughs> just a normal dude who, you know, helps train people yeah. in a gym. You might work with metahumans, but you are not metahuman yourself. Mm. Okay. So what you doing? Um, no one's noticed me or seen that I'm out of place or anything. As far as they're concerned, you're part of the group. Okay. Uh, I will attach myself then to one of the group rather inconspicuously. Mm -hmm. um, uh, is there any free merchandise around? Do you know how they sometimes hand out things? Yeah, so each of them seem to have a pack and um, those would have been set up on a table on the side with like name badges and stuff. There's definitely stuff there. You know what <laughs> teenagers when they first go to college, like they sometimes just don't bother showing up. So in this pack, would it be worth assuming mm -hmm. that there might be like a cap or something? Like a college cap? 
Um, no, I think it's going to be like brochures and maybe like a sticker and that kind That's of thing. That's a like shame. stationary stuff. I wanted to activate incognito mode and pull oh, a cap down. Style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in, yeah, no, in that case, I will just simply attach myself to um, one of the pods of students. Cool. So, as you do that, um, one of the people who are up on stage, it's not the purple lady, you'll be pleased to know. Um, but it's, in fact, the squat, bulbous frogman coming over. And he approaches, he's like, Hi, everyone. I'm Celadon. Uh, um, uh, let's get going, shall we? We've got lots to cover. So Celadon will take the group on a tour and he's going to show you guys the campus and he'll answer any questions that you guys have as you go around. So um, you're going to start off here in the quad and he tells you a little bit about like different groups that gather here and like where all the news goes up on the quad itself. Um, and then he's like, oh, let's, let's go to the lecture theatre, shall we? Uh, so he can show you those areas. So I don't know if you had any questions for Celadon. Celadon uh, mm. is familiar to you, but you're not like the name is familiar. The fact he's a frogman is familiar, but he does not meet the image that you were thinking in your head. Is that because they're quite um, well, well dressed out there in a suit, aren't they? So Yes, but it's more to do with their actual physical appearance. So you, you do recall someone called Celadon being fairly famous. Mm. But that Celadon frogman was a tall, almost, I guess the best way to put him is a twinky kind of guy. This is not. This guy is squat and he is quite rotund. He is very frog-like. So potentially, as Celadon has grown older, they've become more and more like an actual bullfrog. Seems that way. Okay. So yeah, you're being led around by someone who would used to be, certainly not these days, a famous superhero. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to, like, Jack doesn't necessarily idolise any one particular superhero like yeah cool they they did good stuff and they obviously helped um the against the ferabyte invasion yep that's it um which was a big turning point in jack's life um but he's not you know i want to say borderline worshipping them Makes sense. um but still you know realizes no no they they are just people as well like they're people with abilities hmm. but they're just people um, so as we're, as we're walking and, and, and talking and shuffling, I'll kind of surreptitiously push through the crowd, kind of get myself to the front, um, and, um, just ask about, um, any students who may have recently come into a power without fully understanding it. And just saying if that, if that ever did happen, what is Paragon's, um, approach so when you ask that uh celadon is kind of like a, an involuntary ribbit and um he shakes his head well we only recruit known metahumans we, we don't we don't have people who become metahuman on the course so if if there's someone who didn't have powers and then suddenly had powers then that would be something that the university would deal with not not the paragon program okay and I think that's that's literally all I can come up with okay. at um, the moment. 
So more, more info needed. Celadon looks looks at your jackets. Oh, an Elks fan. You're going to like this next bit. We're going to go buy the football uh, training and all the leisure facilities. So you, uh, I'm sure that a strapping young guy like you will like this. And uh, he marches on. And uh, there you hear some yelling as you pass um, through like some, you know, like the you know corridors and stuff that lead out onto like training fields and such what. And you hear a guy yelling at someone else, accusing them of irresponsible usage of magic. And at that kind of like magic, it's just like, oh, oh, that. Uh. And he's kind of got to look in his memory, but no, no, that is a thing. And he just kind of sighs, knowing that it's just like, oh, that can be so problematic. And... Um, Celadon is just leading the tour group on. He's leading the tour group on. Okay, uh, I will investigate the the shouting because if there's accusations being thrown around, then that means that suddenly, you know, hands could start swinging, and if someone's going to start swinging at um, a student, then I don't care if I'm a university member or not. Someone's got to stand in. Okay, so you just kind of wait till the rest of the group go ahead of you. And you kind of just peel away and you take a little stroll down one of the side alleys. You know, you know what I'm talking about when I mean like the tunnel onto the field. You go down one of those to have a little poke. And um, what you see is that you see some football guys uh, doing some training practice. But on the sidelines, you see a rather tall, hulking looking guy looking down at a slightly shorter, skinnier guy. Um, and they are yelling at each other for... Yeah, use of magic, which uh, generally in the college leagues is prohibited. <laughs> of course, it can so, be used um, to enhance one's ability beyond the normal. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I saw you. I know what you're doing. You better stop it, or I'm going to stop you. He just gestures don't, his Don't hand. just wave this off, off. I saw what you did, and it wasn't right. You've got this magic for a reason. And if you keep abusing it, it's going to be gone before you know it. He rolls his eyes at you and is like, look, dude, I don't even know who you are. I've never seen you here before. I think you should leave. I've never seen you before. But here we are. You know who I am. I announce it every room I go into. I'm Merlin. And I give him a dumbfounded look. He just gives him a really blank stare. Oh, these jocks. And Merlin rubs his eyes together. Look, if you do it again, I'm going to report you. Okay? Who's going to believe you? You're just some dude who walked in. I'm not just some dude. I'm a student here. I'm a respected student in the community. Yeah? Then how come we've never heard of you? He turns around and yells to the other footballers, Hey! Hey, guys, you ever heard of Merlin? He's this guy. And they all look, stop and they look. Um, what? And then they just carry on. They just carry on. See, nobody knows who you are here, Yeah, so but get you guys out. are the jocks. You don't go to my same classes. You look, don't know man, what I study. if you don't leave, I'm yeah. going to have to make you leave. Oh, you're going to make me leave? Yeah, I'm going to make oh, you really? leave. Oh, really? I want to see you make me leave. He punches you. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's going to roll to hit. Uh, what is your parry? Not high. Uh, it is two. 
Yeah, he, he hits yeah, yeah. you. Please, can you roll for toughness? I can. First roll the Merlin dice, and it was not good. Uh, that's a five toughness. Really? Yeah. I mean, unless I can activate something to help. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is fine. Is it, though? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so squidgy. First okay, combat. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so you are immediately staggered and take a bruise. If you Ooh. are staggered again, you are incapacitated. Okay. So staggered is dazed okay. and hindered. Dazed is you can only take a single standard action. And hindered is that you move at minus one speed rank. Cool. He, he did the first punch, right? Yep, so roll for initiative.